I am going to move my hand away from your mouth now, Vivian Mora. I expect you to remain quiet for the neighbors. You stabbed me through the hand. No, I threw a knife through your hand. There is a distinction. And what could that possibly be? Knowing that if I wanted to, I could have pinned the knife between your fingers, or sliced into your neck, or punctured your aorta. You are alive because I allowed it. I see. Now, let us get down to the real business of why you are here, breaking into my home at night. What do you think you can promise me so that I will follow your orders and give up what I have here? You know about that? I have been following your path of destruction and recruitment for some time. I was quite impressed with your work, I must admit. How? There are digital trip lines set up through the internet when people start searching some of my past aliases, just in case an old enemy or leader wants to find me, and that can sometimes yield results. I also had one set for the phrase Briarwood Manor, which yielded even less. But a few years ago, suddenly there you were. Is that not interesting? Wait, Wait what, what the, the hell, hell is Briarwood, Briarwood Manor? Manor? This is the good part. Can we possibly have this conversation when I'm not pinned to the wall by a knife? No. That's it. No? Correct. I don't know if I need to kill you or not. You stay there until I feel I know what to do. Now, that promise? I have been interested in why you have been promising those three when you picked them up. Is it because of a broken promise, perhaps? To an old friend who is no longer getting older? Please, don't... don't talk about him. Fair enough. I apologize for your ordeal. Even still, I need an answer to my question. I... I don't know. I guess a promise is the only thing I know I can give to someone when I have nothing else. I have never broken a promise in my life outside of... It was not broken. If something outside of your control shatters a promise, then it is not your doing. Nor is it your fault. I don't know what I can give you to promise you that will make you follow my orders. You seem to have something good here. War was robbing banks. Pestilence was hiding in a forest. And famine was working for whoever he could. You, on the other hand... Have a stable job? A town that knows you and likes you? You got out. Correct. And yet knowing this, you still broke in. That means you had a plan. You know what I want promised. I can promise it will be worth it. When we get to the top, when we have this world where we need it, I promise you it will be worth your time. I promise that what you have built here, the people you know and know you, will remain untouched and unharmed. Hmm. Fair enough. Ah! Shh. 
Yes, but I cannot have the neighbors waking up. Give me your hand. What are you doing? The wound needs to be cleaned before anything can be done about it. Done about it? It must be free of dirt and debris before it can be sealed. I keep my blades clean and sharp, yet I cannot account for outside pathogens. An infection would seriously hinder our plans, would it not? Our plans? Yes. Ouch! Be careful, would you? I swear if I was not reassured that this girl had a plan. Is that some sort of incantation? Yes. I'm asking whatever higher power is up there to give you some gray matter between your ears, as you seem to have entered my house severely lacking. Do you even know what true occultism is capable of? Possibly. I know it can warp reality to a certain extent, pierce certain veils, and alter the body and mind within reason. Somewhat correct, however incomplete. The power of thaumaturgy is a difficult concept for most to grasp. It is easier to create power than it is to create finesse. I could easily create an explosion to render a car destroyed, but weaving muscle and tissue fibers back together is a level that no person can reach. It is like trying to perform open-heart surgery with a chainsaw. Do you understand? Um, I think so. I... Uh, I don't know. An explosion is one thing. A basic force. Mending flesh is a thousand different tasks, melding into one form, stitching each cell one at a time, and trying not to mess it up. But what about mind-altering? The mind, and to a greater extent the consciousness, is a single thing, despite how complex it seems. Fish in an aquarium is how my mentor explained it to me. As long as you are delicate, you can find the result you require. Huh. That's quite- Please hold still. I need to suture this shut, and having you move is inconvenient. Don't you have any painkillers or something? Unfortunately, no. I never used them when I was on task. Oh, of course. Cause you're a badass. No because it can affect my performance to take people down quietly. I dislike pain in most forms. I am finished. There is gauze in my field kit. You can cover the wound with that. I need to pack my belongings. <laughs> what? No bug-out bag? I never wanted to leave this place. I found something close to a home. I'm... Sorry. I appreciate you joining me, Kai. Your help will be invaluable to my cause. By your hands, we will bring about the most drastic of changes. A death to the old ways. Uh, you two might want to get out here. It's a kangaroo, Rodrigo. We won't eat you. 
Pestilence! Famine! Come out here at once! Miss Morrow! Oh. Hello? Hello, Max. Rodrigo. Kai. What the hell does the pipsqueak want now? Did you chicken out to the last... Oh... Shite. Fallen! As you can see, we have recruited Kai Nokomis as our fourth and final horseman, Death. We are almost complete, and I thank you for your patience. War, have you done what I asked? The metal rods? Uh, yes, they are currently in the fire, but... Good. Now I need to make something very clear. From now on, you work for me. Didn't we? <coughs> All questions are to remain until the end. Now, as I was saying, you work for me. You are my generals in this organization, and your knowledge of this world will be paramount. That being said, you need to all come to an understanding right here and now. There is to be no more dissent in my ranks. You refer to me as the mistress, or simply mistress, unless I say otherwise. In return, I will refer to you as your titles, names that will all soon be etched into the fears of this world. No more kid, no more pipsqueak, no more Miss Morrow, understood? I say jump, you do not even question on height, because I expect you to know what I require. You are my horsemen, my champions, and as long as you stand with me, I will treat you with the utmost respect. I want this to be the last time I speak to you in such a manner. Do I have your allegiance? Yes, yes, yes mistress. mistress. I don't think I heard you. Yes, yes mistress. mistress. Very good. Now, as you can guess, the following will be painful. Please gather yourselves, and we will make our next steps forward. Famine. Are you stable? I am mistress. Good. I shall gather the branding rods, and we can continue. You branded them? Yes, of course. Didn't you notice them during the altercations? I even have them on me. How are you... See? Down my spine. What happened to the cops? Hands where I can- ah! What the hell is that thing? You should really pay attention to what is going on around you. How is that thing moving? I told you from the start, Agent Embar. Mr. Six is Ramses. Ramses is Mr. Six. But he is so much more. Calm down. They'll be here. See, everything that happened was predestined to happen. I chose those four in particular for their set of skills. 
wore a burning sword branded into his right forearm would show the world what was right. He had access to the technology we needed to traverse the island where the fabled Brywood Manor lay. Come on! Bring it on, you sex of crap! Pestilence, a crown of antlers marked upon her left forearm, would deal with what was left. She was able to counteract the demon beasts that dwelled inside the caves. Really? You guys with all your money and all your scientists still use basic level tear gas? <laughs> I upgraded from bromal acetone months ago. This is barely irritating. Let me show you what real tear gas feels like. Famine, a scale balancing grain and feather between the shoulder blades, would keep balance between force and knowledge. It was his knowledge alone that helped us traverse the never-ending maze that weaved its way deep into the bowels of the volcano to find the altar. Left? No, right. Get him! You're dealing with me! Left? No, right? No, it wouldn't be that simple. Take him out! Boss! Hmm. There doesn't seem to be much going on down here. And death. A simple hourglass over her heart would unite us all at the end. Her thaumaturgy skills allowed us to tear a soul from the other side and place it inside a stuffed sheep. What took you three so long? Fighting! Teaching. Cafeteria. Open the door in five. You see, Embar, nothing is ever a coincidence. Remember that if we meet again, for I will not be so forgiving. We apologize for our tardiness, mistress. All in good timing. Did you retrieve what I asked for? Yes, mistress. They await you on the airship as we speak. We had to account for Alabaster's unforeseen involvement, but we have accommodated for that as expected. Very good. Come along. I don't wish to stay here any longer than I have to. Whoa. Uh, yes, Mr. Six. On my travels through this compound, I came across a guard on the lower levels who enjoys taking his anger out on prisoners. He brags the other guards. Take a detour by B5. Find this man, Ventar, and have him dealt with. Yes, Mr. Six. Mistress, I picked something up on my way through. Can I keep it? Is it stable? Please let go of me. I told you where they were keeping her. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but are any of us? Hmm. Fair. But putting that aside for now. It has been enjoyable, Agent Embar. But my ride is here, so I must bid you adieu. Oh. You fell asleep already? <sighs> Disappointing. Well, we can't have this getting out, now can we? Famine, the tape recorder, please. What shall we do with him? 
Nothing for now. I can still find a use for him. Pestilence, please hand me the parcel I asked for. I am nothing if not fair when I trade. Goodbye, Xavier Embar. Until we meet again. Good afternoon, Embar. Sitting alone? Williams, join me if you want. So, I heard the Prime Director chewed you out. Yeah, I guess having the dangerous head of OPEP escape again whilst incapacitating 35% of our on-site agents leaves some people in a bad mood. I'm lucky I still have my badge. With what you remembered, we have almost all of the lost information on the Horsemen. We can start ramping up our searches, and even pinpoint where Nokomis came from. Except we can't step foot in Australia. Their government is being very protective now, and the red tape is going to choke us out if we continue. Bloody savages. Did you ever find out who the mysterious man in the shadows is? Mr. Six? Not that I can recall. Uh, last thing I remember was her telling me about the small town and something about a knife wound... When I woke up, I was bound in those black tendrils, and she was gone. It must have pumped the room full of gas or something. Any word back at the lab? That's the weird part. They say it's cotton fiber, but coated in some form of mucus that they can't identify. Most of the samples have evaporated already. That's a spooky shit. I'm glad it was you and not me. Thanks, Williams. I'll remember that next time. Glad I could help. What's with the book? Mutilated cattle? Oh, it's just an old Sherlock Holmes novel. Decided I might give it a reread after all this time. And that was the end of Season 1 for The Mistress Files by Alexander Liddell. My name is Jacob Burks, one of the directors and voice of Mr. Six. We here at Dramatically Dapper would like to thank the following people for their involvement in Season 1. Kayla Valderis, Roach, Catherine Stanley, Aaron Moose of Moose Up Productions, Bashful Echo, Connor Goff, Matt Fike, Mars West, Voice of Landis, Datrick Kazer, Samuel the Right Hand of Doom Fuentes, Jackie R. Lovett, Liam A.C., Camilla Norman, Josh Wells Voices, James Duncan, Hitso Sticky, Taylor J, Davy DeCandia, Nick Johnson, Kaiser Acheron, J.R. Knight, Jack Danger, Garnier Noel, AC9123, and Landon. I apologize if I butchered any of those names. Alexander Liddell would like to thank all those people out there for listening to season one. It has taken just over a year of writing, directing, producing, recording, and bringing to you all these episodes and hopes that you can join us for season two, which will come out as soon as possible. Once again, thank you all so much from the team behind Dramatically Dapper and good night.